0: Hey everybody, welcome to the program. Brian Collins is here from Horror Movie uh, A Day. We're going to be talking about horror movies and him being a dad. And uh, the new book, Horror Movie A Day, which is available now over on Amazon. You can check that out. Uh, It was a good talk. It was a lot of fun. And I'm not going to really bore you, I guess, uh, with a lot of bullshit. Uh, So just head over to uh, Amazon, pick up the book. And also don't forget to uh, follow me on twitter at let's get it ron and subscribe to me on youtube for all sorts of fun stuff youtube.com forward slash ron for and uh yeah it's uh it's a good show hope you enjoy it we'll be right back Uh, Brian, thanks for uh, being on the show today. How you doing? Good. How you doing, man? I'm I'm surviving. So now a horror movie a day, the book. Should we be expecting a horror movie a day, the musical?
1: I would love that. That would be great. That'd That'd be a, that would nice, that would be a long me musical. thinking about my curse and Kathy's curse until everybody leaves.
0: <laughs> just that the, the 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 lake scene from Alien Prey over and over again.
1: Yeah. Or just like sort of like a cabaret kind of show. Just me singing a whole bunch of like different theme songs from all the movies I saw over the years. Get like a line of dancing girls.
0: I can can see the the Tonys just piling up. Um, now you, you finished the site. Uh, you were at it for such a long time and I understand people wanted the collection. And a lot, a lot of this is in the book, but let's, let's sell the book. Um, what made you well, want to put uh, put out a uh, a book? I guess since you have everything on the site.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, folks started asking for that, like in their first year. They're like, "Oh, at the end of the year, you should like uh, compile all this into a book." And I was like, "Well, I mean, why? Like, you just read it on the site. Like, what's the difference? You know, like putting it in alphabetical order or, you know, by, by genre or something like that. Like, it just didn't seem." It seemed like, you know, it still takes some work and it wouldn't be particularly appealing to most people, you know, including me. Like, I just didn't see the value of doing that. And then again, like when I finished this site, like, oh, and like, you know, like, put all this into a book, do, do a book, do a book. And I was like, well, I want to do a book, but I don't want to just... We post the reviews and you know, like they're, they're you guys read them for free. I wrote them, right? Exactly, <laughs> in mind reading them for free. Um, you know, like a lot of them are just kind of you know, I was doing one every day, like not all of them are particularly that great, you know, and there's a lot of just anonymous shit in there that you're not going to want to read, you're certainly not going to want to pay for. But, um, you know, obviously, the idea of doing a book seems appealing, just not in the way that people were asking for and so it kind of took me a little longer than i hope but um I, you know eventually kind of narrowed down like the idea of what to do uh because i kind of wanted to retain the idea like the horror movie odd day you know aspect of it um and um you now originally the uh the book was what, like a challenge guide it was like <laughs> i did this for six years can you do it for one and it was like an assignment, you know, Every I read movies, like here's the movie for today. And, you know, it started off on that idea. But as I got close to like, you know, finalizing the title list and actually starting the writing, I was like, who the hell going to like be able to afford to do this? Like they're not all available on, you know, the same service. It's not like they're all on Netflix instant streaming and, you know, you already have that. So, you know, you have access to these movies already. And like, I was doing this because it was my thing to do like I'm not going to ask everybody else to you know subscribe to five different services and go to the video store and buy stuff off Amazon you know what I mean right right so uh so I I kind of weeded out the challenge part of it. it you know inviting people they're more than welcome to try uh they can actually find everything um but it was just it's just like all right well there are 2500 reviews I would say at least half of the movies are bad are um, certainly just not worth watching. You know they're kind of okay. They're just forgettable. Uh, you know, so let's weed all that out. And then, then I looked at that list and I was like, all right. Well, this includes stuff like Halloween and you know uh, The Exorcist and all the you know the movies that obviously I'd seen before, but kind of reviewed for the site anyway, just to like people are always like, oh, you know, what do you really think about these movies? So, right. Uh, you know, I'd extra. I I'd, don't. I'd, throw in extra v- reviews and stuff like that. So took all those out, I'm like, I don't wanna recommend The Exorcist. You you've seen The Exorcist. I and mean, if you haven't, you know you haven't seen it. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. Yet, it's like a weird choice on your part. And I don't get you. Um we can't be friends. Start, yeah, you certainly don't need me to be the one being like, you know you know you gotta see the Shining. Like it's not like I don't have that much of an ego <laughs> to think that I'm I'm gonna be the one that'll finally convince somebody to watch the Shining. So I took all the famous movies out, and then I that, and when I did that, I think that's when I really kind of figured it out. I was like, "This is like this is how I get those little movies." like you know, "A Kathy's Curse" and and you know, uh, "Cold Prey," which is a slasher movie, and um, you know, things like this, like these movies that I'm always telling people to watch. Like this is how I really cement that I really want you to watch these, because out of all those movies, I'm picking. Uh, you there?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, just has got a weird buzz. Um, I'm picking 365, one for every day. Well, 366, one for every day of the year, including leap year. Uh, the movies you should seek out, and they're dated. I you know I arrange them day by day. Movie one, January 1st, all the way to movie 366, June, you know December 31st. But you can go in any order you like. It doesn't matter. Just you know, the book is a collection of the movies that you should give a look.
0: Yeah, and I'm actually um, the one movie in particular that we we've, we've discussed this movie off the air, uh, yeah. Alien Prey. Yeah, uh, I I I did a, a quick re- uh, Google search of it because I I was looking for the the <laughs> the, the, the the way that Anders like, like the creature he turns into. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert from a movie from 1977 that like four people have heard of, um, mm-hmm. and, and he looks like. I it's just so bad. He looks like a like a like a dog that you'd see as an extra on Sesame Street. But yet, you know, yet he's eating lesbians, yep. which is great. Well, not it's, I don't want him to eat lesbians, but you know what I mean. Um, and what's funny is that movie, as bad as that is, I know we've had this discussion. You don't think it's as bad as I think it is. Um, yep. Guy has a thirty-two percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's kind of got a kind of better rating than some Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> how is that possible? Is there one, like,
1: did you have to go back it's and a read? Little weird, it's just a weird little movie. And, like, when you know, the people that like weird little movies, I think they kind of gravitated toward it because, I mean, there's nothing really much like it. And I think that's another thing I kind of, like, wanting to stress. And, you know, I don't know how successful I am in the book, so I'll mention it every time I talk about it. Not every movie in the mo- not every movie in the book is perfect. Like I, per- you know, I fully admit, like some of them are, like I wouldn't say okay, but they're, they're you know, they got issues. You know what I mean? Because right. if they were masterpieces, you would have heard of them. It'd be those Exorcist and Shining movies that you've already seen and heard about. So it's like, all right, there's this cool movie I think called Alien Prey, or I, when I saw it was just called Prey. Yeah, okay, it's a little slow in spots. Yeah, the the alien design is is terrible, but. <laughs> There's nothing quite like else like it. And when you're watching a movie every day for six years, and not only watching it, but then actually writing about it and trying to find things to say about it, those are the movies that really stuck out to me because it's like, all right, this is giving me something to work with. This isn't an anonymous slasher in the woods movie five hundred and twenty three. You know, what I mean yeah. it's it's new, it's different. Maybe it doesn't all perfectly work, but you know when i'm aiming i'm I'm speaking to the sort of horror fans that have seen a lot of stuff you know i mean i'm not i, I, I say right off the bat i'm like if you're new to horror throw this book away now like read this one instead like this is aimed at the people that are kind of sick of the same old same all and you know there are a few in there that aren't in reinventing the wheel but in those cases they're doing it really well and that's another thing i would like to pick up on doing it every day. It was like, oh, okay, this is, you know, Cold Prey, the one I just mentioned. All these movies called Prey. Um, Cold Prey is a slasher movie from, uh, I hope I'm not screwing it up, Norway. Um, and it's directed by Roar Uthog, who's the guy that's doing the new Tomb Raider. Oh. And the funny thing is on the back, it's like, this isn't your average slasher. And I'm you, like, no, actually it is. And that's what makes it so good. It's not... It wasn't trying to deconstruct anything, it wasn't winking at the audience, it was, you know, it came out after Scream, but it pretended Scream didn't, you know, quote unquote elevate the slosher genre, you know what I mean, like it, it was just totally, if not for the modern, you know, the cell phone and the fact that it was probably shot in digital, I can't remember. Like this could totally have been an early '80s slasher. It's just straightforward, doing what slasher fans want, which is you get a group of kids and you isolate them, and then a big fucking hulking dude comes around and kills most of them. And see, um, I
0: wouldn't know about this if, if it wasn't for you. So there you go. You're, you you've already succeeded a, a little bit right there, and just just in yeah. me.
1: There you go.
0: And uh, so I think
1: I think it's worth five bucks, or if, if you know for the digital or you know, obviously a little bit more when the, the print version comes to, you know, just to get all that narrowed down selection and find stuff that that's worth seeking out.
0: Did you have to go back? Cause I know you did some, uh, like, uh, um, I don't know how to put this. Like you, you, your are like reflections on the, on the, on the films, oh, yeah. uh, with yeah. in the book. Did you have to go back and rewatch any of the films?
1: I rewatched a couple. Um, Oh yeah. The reflections So the, the, you know, these aren't just the reprinted reviews. There's like an excerpt from the review as, you know, as originally posted and then mostly new stuff after that. Um, but yeah, a couple of them I rewatched. I originally kind of wanted to rewatch all of them. Uh, but I just, you know, this, for the same reason I had to stop doing the site in the first place. I mean, I just don't have that time anymore. You know, I have, I have my baby, I have, you know, my job, my day job uh, took on like a lot of extra duties over the years due to you know uh, personnel changes. <laughs> put it nicely at the uh, at the office. Um, so you know, all the time that I, I used to be able to have to sort of like do stuff like that just got whittled away to nothing. And I was like, well, if I'm going to rewatch every movie that's in the book, the book will never come out because that's how much time it'll be. But a few I did. I mean, I, I some of like, I'd run into this problem a lot where uh, I talk about a movie and I'd be like, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm gonna keep it vague. And then I'd be like, and then that review would be five, six years old, and I'd be like, all oh, right, great. Well, I don't, and even I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. So I have to rewatch this so I can clarify what I mean. Um, so that was and then some of I, I didn't get to rewatch. It. I'm still unsure. I'm like. In uh, my review, I tell you not to watch the first five minutes because it gives a twist away. I, I'm gonna have to take my own word for it because I honestly can't remember what the twist is anymore. And if I ever rewatch it, I will take my own advice and do that. <laughs> but I, for the life of me, I cannot remember what that is. Um, so I mean, stuff like that's kind of funny. I think. Well, let's um, yeah.
0: Oh.
1: It, I, I think I probably watched maybe like 10 percent of the movies. Maybe.
0: That's still a lot of still a lot of movies, but. Let's go back a little bit. What was the first horror movie you ever saw that kind of captured you and pulled you into the genre? Uh,
1: I guess it would have to be Poltergeist because Poltergeist, I saw Poltergeist 2 theatrically and I was six <laughs> and I had seen the first one already. So yeah, I guess that would have to be it. I mean, I don't really remember my first viewing of Poltergeist. Um, but... And it's funny because I don't tend to like haunted house movies that much. I mean, they're okay. I just don't like get into them. I don't like. They're fine. I'll go watch them and not really think too much about them after. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that was like it had to have been one of the oldest ones. I I remember uh, the one that really kind of screwed me up. this like that I distinctly remember it was probably a TV movie called "Don't Go to Sleep." Okay. Um, which is like this, uh, this family, I think it's Dennis Weaver, uh, the dad, and they're in the car and they have three kids and uh, they get into an accident and the oldest daughter can't get out of the car and she burns alive. And then, like, it's like, you know, however many years later and months later or whatever, they move to a new house and the the dead daughter possesses the other daughter. And has her start killing everybody else in the family. And at first, it's like they kill grandma, and you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, grandma, grandma dies in Poltergeist too, even. Uh, and it's actually the same kid from Poltergeist, it's uh, Robbie. Oh, yeah. uh, But then she kills the, and then she kills the little brother, and it's just like, holy shit! Like you don't see like it's like a slash movie, but with like a regular like the nuclear family unit. Like you don't see that often, you know. It's like it's a group of friends. It's you know a bunch of coworkers or something like that. It's not mom and dad and little brother and little sister getting offed um and so that one kind of screwed me up because like (laughs) to this day i'm afraid of pizza cutters because she uses a pizza cutter in the movie (laughs) and she doesn't actually use it to kill anybody she just uses it like menacingly like she slowly rolls it up the the uh the railing as she goes upstairs to kill i think the dad um and then it's got the most terrifying final shot ever any movie i don't care what talk about Exorcist or whatever Shining anything else that scared the shit out of you for me was this movie like the final shot is so unnerving Uh, and it's never been come out on DVD I think I reviewed it for the site and I just had to watch it on YouTube I'm like well it's a TV movie it's not like I'm stealing it aired for free anyway right
0: right Um, exactly
1: But I I, I know a guy a screenwriter who was trying to figure out who owned the rights because he wanted to do a remake of it and he couldn't even figure it out so if you want to poke around YouTube is don't go to sleep. in a TV movie. and I saw that. I must have been like seven, I guess, or eight when I saw that. And that's always kind of stuck with me.
0: Yeah. When um, I was, uh, when I my first horror movie was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre at seven.
1: My, yeah, uh, I, saw, I was really early when I saw that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My father, uh, had me for the day and he fell asleep in his recliner and there was a tape in the VC, VHS machine. And it didn't have a label on it, but it was from a rental house, so I just pushed it in, thinking it was safe. If it had been a porno, this would have been this would be a very different conversation. Um, I pushed it in, and it was the scene where Bubba is putting her on the hook, and it's like I didn't get scared; I was just kind of like almost mesmerized, you know, by how the realistic it looks so realistic.
1: Yeah, and when you're young enough, you don't really have like too much of a context for what you're seeing either i mean like that that might be an extreme example but like you know like if i put on like a a slow moving atmospheric kind of horror movie will can watch it the same way he watches a cartoon he's not going to understand why it's scary yet right and i think i ruined a couple horror movies for myself watching them early like i like so many kids i've talked to of uh I'm sure the kids, I mean, my friends talked about seeing Exorcist like when they were like seven or eight and like, oh, it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, yeah, you know, like the the effect stuff. But like the real power of that movie is, you know, like the faith based stuff and all that. And you're not going to have any real context for that when you're seven. And I was like, so like, I'm glad I waited. I think I waited a little too long on that one. I actually didn't see Exorcist till I was 19. But like, I don't think that one is one I'd start with when I was a kid. Like that's something that you should watch when you're like 14 or 15. You kind of get a little more about religion. And, you know, I was raised Catholic too, so that kind of helped. Um, but you know, I think there's like certain kinds of horror movies. People like are proud to say they saw early and I'm one of them. But I think now that I'm looking back, especially now that I'm looking at everything through the lens of having my own child, like, I should have waited on some. Like, I wish I, I wish I wasn't six when I saw Chainsaw Massacre. I wish I was <laughs> maybe like nine or ten,
0: because right. I'd probably
1: be more terrified by it. Like, just having more context and having a little more like awareness of you know, right or wrong, even.
0: Oh, definitely. Um, well, now that I'm older, I look at, cha- at Chainsaw more as, uh, and I, this is such a weird thing to say, but I watch it at Christmas because if you think about it. In a weird context, it is a family film. Yeah, you know, I mean, family doing what they had
1: to do to survive.
0: Those kids were told to stay away from the house.
1: <laughs>
0: they were warned, but I mean, people don't listen to Jim C. Dow anymore. Well, they can't mm-hmm. now, but but another thing about like you mentioned Poltergeist too. I think when you're young and you see someone like Reverend Kane. He just has like, despite what he's, you know, what his message is, he's just like creepy from the outside. Like you said, with the Exorcist, the effects will scare you, but the deeper meaning uh, behind it, you know, what I mean that kind of thing. But I was always scared by uh, uh, by Zelda Rubenstein's character, but that's just me. I don't know, maybe because I'm so tall, but but now, okay, so your uh, things have changed for you now. You're a father, and you're stu- when do you, what movies have you you shown that young child of yours? He said I say, like, slow I've shown burns. him
1: anything like he's he's just like you know when it, there are certain times where he clearly wants attention and he wants to be, you know wants me to play with him and so it's like that's when we're play with our Duplo's and our you know his coloring books and stuff. Other times, like yesterday, even you know he, he wants to be around, but he's perfectly happy to do his own thing. Like he doesn't want me to really play with him, and that's when I will usually like throw on a movie that. You know, I'm supposed to review, or I'll just like throw something on just to distract me because, like, watching him, like, you know, put the same five blocks together over right and over, like, kind of loses its luster after a few minutes. Um, and so, like, for that, he's seen like just random ones. He's seen some of Shocker. Uh, he's seen um, well, it's really a Shocker. He, I started the first time I noticed that maybe he's getting to the point where I can't just throw on anything. Uh, he got scared by Nightmare on Elm Street, and I put it on once. Oh, he I put it on. He I forget if I was trying to get him to sleep or, or like he was just I forget what it was, but yeah, he was. He, he went through this period where he he wouldn't get back to sleep unless he was being held. And I'm like, dude, I can't just sit in a chair and hold you and just stare at the wall. Like I, you know, like
0: right.
1: I'm sorry, but it's like we're gonna have to do this. I'm going to have to put a movie on. <laughs> for my own, like to keep myself awake. Otherwise, I'll fall asleep and and drop you. So uh, I put that on, and uh, he he got freaked out like in the first like minute when Freddy's filled in the glove in the opening credits. Like you could tell he's like legit like unnerved by it. I was like, oh shit! Like you're getting to that point where you know the visual things like this are going to affect you. Well, um, plus
0: the the, the audio, the, you know, the atmosphere. Yeah, level, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: So, uh, so stuff like that's out the window now. Um, I'm to Halloween's probably out moment. the window yeah. too. Yeah, but like I probably, I mean, I'm sure he could. I could watch most of like The Shining with him. Like you know, just don't let him see Dick Allen. <laughs> eh, you know, maybe like the, the elevator. But you know, for the most part, it's just like he's not gonna understand. Like Wendy, I want to bash your, you know, the line is. Yeah. like he's not gonna understand why that's for Um. So yeah, I mean those those days are also rare. Yet? Yeah, yeah he, those days. I, the, uh, the guy next to me at the witch, I saw it the second, I saw the first time at a press screening. I went to go see it theatrically, so you know, give it my five bucks, ten bucks, whatever it is. And uh, he, uh, the guy next to me, brought his like five year old girl.
0: Oh god! And
1: she was clearly like not scared by it. She was clearly like upset by it. Like it was like you know, it was like. Like that kind of like, Ugh. like you're an awful person. Like I would have thought you were awful before I had my own kid. What is wrong with you? Yeah, that's uh, like well, she that... was quiet at least. I mean, you can. I mean, I was just sitting right next to him, so I could hear her kind of like, you know, moaning a little bit. But like, you know, you wouldn't have heard her like two rows away. So it was like. A crying baby, or whatever, but like somehow that's worse. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit. Bringing the kid. When a baby's crying in a movie, it's just because it's the baby crying. It's not because it's like upset by whatever it's seeing. You know, she's clearly like kind of getting that this is fucked up.
0: (laughs) Apparently, she doesn't want to live deliciously. Yeah. 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 Well, a lot of people were pissed off at that movie, regardless, because they, I, I think, uh, you know, all the the buzz around it, and people were going in expecting jump scares and all this other stuff, and it ends up being just this inc- incredibly unsettling film. Yeah, and people don't want that apparently.
1: Yeah, see, he's still young enough, so like most of that, I think he'd be fine with. Like, he's not gonna get freaked out by too I mean, maybe the very end, the goat, but yeah. You know. But I mean, like I said, he like those days where he. He just wants to play by himself, but those are so rare. Like I wouldn't even think, like, oh, let me dive in and like put on a horror movie right now. Like I'll just grab like a book or put on you know. Actually, I think yesterday I was put on, like the Xbox and just played like some puzzle game or something. Yeah, you
0: know? something go.
1: that like I can keep an eye on, not have to worry about like getting shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. your 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 tastes in horror movies haven't changed, but the ways that you watch them have.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't like. I, there's nothing I wouldn't watch once. Like I know, like I know, you know, I went to see the other side of the door and I think I, I didn't know too much about it, but I think I knew vaguely it was about like a woman, you know, like her son died and like, I won't watch it again. And I won't watch pet cemetery. Um, and things like that. Like, I'm just don't, if I've seen it once, you know, there's there's not enough time in the day anymore to like revisit movies that I know are gonna upset me because of that specific thing, right? So, uh, but that like stuff like that. But I mean, like I'm I'm still gonna watch, you know, killer kid movies and you know all the things like that when, when I can. He, when he gets <laughs> when
0: he gets older, Children of the Corn's gonna take on a whole new meaning.
1: Yeah, hope yeah, well, I can't wait till he's old enough to see Kathy's Curse. That's that's my baby
0: what uh the, the the book covers a lot of older movies um yeah. what recently have you seen that uh that you would suggest people go out and watch
1: um yeah, that's the other thing Is like it took, it took too long for the book and like it's like three years worth of movies that aren't in there that would have been <laughs> so I almost like want to like add a chapter like because the cutoff date was um you know when I stopped the site. Right. So that was, was in 2013. Um, so, like, since then, uh, The Canal is one I always mention, um, which is kind of like Babadook in a lot of ways, but it's a dad instead of a mom. So, okay. I mean, maybe I just, just find it easier to identify it with, but I actually prefer it to Babadook. Um, you know, It Falls is good. It's it, like Babadook. I think it's a good movie that. You kind of get a little blown out of proportion. I don't like the word overhyped, but I think a lot of the people that were really digging it, I think don't watch a lot of horror movies. Yeah. I th- like, oh, so it's like, that's no, good. Like, you know, it's not like a good horror movie. is hard to find. You just don't watch them often, but because this was at a festival and, you know, you didn't have a, uh, some, um, you know, bullshit indie, you know, Carol kind of movie to watch at the same time. <laughs> you happen to see it and, and you know, you recognize that it was good and you just think it's great because you haven't seen the canal. You know? um, so uh I'm trying to think of other ones like the canal though that, that kind of went under the radar.
0: Now I know you saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. Would you recommend that movie?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Actually, you're going to try to write my review today if I can find time.
0: And as far as I, I uh, go in knowing as little as possible.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to avoid the one kind of spoiler, which is, like, the title. Yeah. Um Like, it's such a weird thing, because it does the movie such a disservice, and you're not going to get what you're expecting. So, it's like, you kind of, you, you you blow the movie's wad, and then you, you annoy the fans at the same time, because... They're like, oh, well, it's Cloverfield. We know it's going to show up at the end. And they're like, mm, maybe you don't. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard to talk about. I mean, I just wish, I really wish that they'd just gone out with the title that well, they had. With the, the original Valencia. title was the
0: seller, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and Valencia was the shooting title. Um, which I think Valencia would be, I mean, Cloverfield has nothing to do with the movie. Cloverfield is just the name of the street that their production office is on in Santa Monica, right? And I think Valencia is the same thing. I think it's just like this one street over or whatever. I have to look at a map, but I, I would, I, I mean, I, to me, that, that would be enough to like, oh, it's JJ Abrams and it's another LA street. Uh, cool. This is the same universe rather than be like Cloverfield, and then it's like it's not even 10 Cloverfield later. Cloverfield, and then they add in the 10 and lane thing, yeah. And it's just like putting this so much anticipation and expectation into this, and the payoff isn't quite that like it's there, but not really. It's hard to explain unless you see it, yeah. But Um, the one
0: thing that I can say is that you know, John Goodman is worth price of admission alone,
1: oh, yeah. And And I like that the kid too. I don't know, I don't know what he's been in. I assume he's been in at least like some movie that I just haven't seen or some show. Like you wouldn't get a role, you know, a third, a third of the movie. Right. Like those right. two. Yeah. And some, I honestly, I, I meant to look him up, because I'm sure I've seen him in something. I just forgot. But he was really good. I liked him a lot.
0: Well, the thing with John Goodman is, is he's always, uh, being, his cast as like the fat buddy. And yeah. now you get to see him play menacing and, uh, you know, things like that. And it's just kind of, uh, it's good to see that because the guy's got range, and I felt so bad that I, he uh, he had to be in red state. But um, that's oh. neither here nor there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so now uh, John Gallagher Jr. That's the guy's name.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm trying to think what uh and, I had now see, a, now I had to look him up because I can't. By, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he's he was on Newsroom. Uh, oh, uh, the Heart everything. Machine pieces of a- Oh, he was in Jonah Hex.
1: Oh, that's. Yay! Oh. <laughs> Why don't we all recognize him then?
0: Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So uh, I guess he's in the new James Gunn movie coming out this year, the Belko oh, so experiment. A... <laughs> so, but yeah, so uh, now people can get the book at, over at Amazon right now digitally.
1: Yeah, the digital one's at Amazon, and then um, the physical version also will be Amazon. But you also get you'll be able to get it at stores if they want it. I don't know quite how it works. I know it'll be available to them whether or not you can just walk into any Barnes and Noble or whatever else sells books now and find it. I don't know. I kind of doubt that, but they'll be able to uh if they want. So just like ask them, I guess. You'll be able to order it from Barnes and Noble, that's for sure. Uh but yeah, so that's that'll be a couple of weeks. Uh they sent me one copy of the proof and it's weird because, like, I read the thing five million times while editing it myself and putting it all together, and, like, I was convinced, like, everything in it was totally fine, and, like, I will never improve on, like, the grammar or make anything more clear or anything, but it's weird. Like, print is just a different thing. I'm sitting there reading the print one. I'm like, ah, I'm not, like, I'm not saying that right. I mean, that's a little vague, and, I have, like, that's a little unclear there, and, you know, so I'm just kind of nip-tucking a lot of it now. Um, not like major, like if you have the digital one and compare it to the physical one, you'd probably never notice the difference. It's mostly just like fixing pronouns and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it'll probably take me another week to just do that because I got to like literally reread the whole book for the millionth time and and, uh, and then implement those changes.
0: How awkward is it to, yeah. re- to read something you wrote like like in that kind of depth?
1: I hate it. I hate it. I don't wanna. Uh, I don't like listening to myself. Like I ne- like I'm doing this podcast. I'm ne- I'm telling you right now. I'm never gonna listen to it. I don't listen to myself. I don't you won't myself. listen
0: that past the first episode of this show. See, I read some of the book. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I do say that in the book. Yeah, I don't. I don't listen to my friends' podcast. Um, I just don't. It's weird. Like I just that's just a. Like, I mean, actors always say they hate to watch themselves on the screen or whatever. It's the same kind of thing. I don't like rereading my stuff that I wrote because I'm always going to find those things. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I screwed that up. I could say that better. Let me add this point. And it's one thing, like, on a free review, but now I'm like, well, if people going to pay 25 bucks for this. Like, they sh- I should be clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, um, that makes so sense. I'm just, just fixing it. I mean, I, I've been going through now, I just went through like, like the January chapter, and I found like 10 things to change. But they're all like minuscule. It's literally like two or three word changes here and there. So it's not it's not the end of the world. It's not going to drastically change anything. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know how long the process is. I mean, I know I sent, I think I sent the order for a printed version on like late late friday night and i got it wednesday morning or tuesday morning now wednesday and so what's that like not even five full business days
0: yeah
1: for the copy so i mean it seems like it's a pretty quick process for them to to make them um so it's just kind of they're just kind of waiting for me to give the go ahead so basically i just gotta you know fix this version Re-upload it. Make sure it passes their test of like everything being in the margins and all that, and then uh, you know, then it's good to go.
0: Well, awesome! And people can follow you on Twitter. I keep forgetting. Is there an underscore? or Is it just no? It's
1: just. uh... Yeah, yeah, Brian W. Collins.
0: There you go. Follow him on Twitter. You can find out more about when the book is coming out. And once I know, uh, I'm be sure to whore it out because it's a. It's something for horror fans who uh, are, like you said, sick and tired of the everyday stuff that gets shoved down your throat.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to like every movie in there, and that's fine. Um,
0: I don't think you just, like every movie in there.
1: Yeah, there's a couple movies in there I don't really like, yeah. Uh, but there I, I recognized that they were doing something different and that they were trying, which is more than, you know more than I can say about The Forest, for example. (laughs) No one was really trying in The Forest. It was fine. It was watchable. I won't remember it by April. You know, these movies, like, some of them I saw, you know, I mean, I wrote the book. I primarily wrote the book in 2014, I guess, because 2013 was when I was kind of, like, getting all the movies together, and 2015 was mostly, like, finishing it up and editing it. Um, and so 2014, some of those movies, 2007, that was seven years, you know, near, nearly 3,000 movies ago, and I was still specifically remembering elements of them. And I was like, all right, well, if that, if it stuck in my brain that well, even if, you know, that actor wasn't that great and some of those effects were dodgy, you know what I mean? Like, stupid shit like that, it's like, who cares? Like, if it makes that kind of impression on somebody that's overdosing on it, like, you know? Yeah, it's gotta be and worth it. This seems to me, yeah, like it's it's worth your time, whether it's gonna be your favorite movie or not. I don't know, you know. Uh, there's not, there's, but I was like thinking too, going back to what I was saying about the famous movies. Is like even if I did a movie, a book of 365 quote unquote perfect horror movies. You know, there's somebody out there that doesn't like them. There's somebody out there that doesn't like The Exorcist. There's somebody out there that doesn't like Halloween. You know, so it's like why?
0: why go with with all
1: those? Well, no, it's like why go out with all those safe choices? There's always going to be somebody sitting there being like, "You're an idiot. This movie's not good." I'm like, all right, well, somebody's going to have that reaction anyway. I might as well go with the ones that they haven't seen. (laughs) You know,
0: exactly, exactly. I'm one of those people that actually sits down to watch Halloween Six when it's on. So I'm, I'm, I'm. uh, I like to torture myself.
1: Halloween Six not in the book.
0: Well, there you go. Although, oh,
1: dude, I did, the only big franchise I almost put Freddy's Revenge in there because I was like, this one gets a bum rap. Like it's not great, but like God bless them for being so fucking weird on a part two. Like this is like what you do like near the end of the series when you're like, eh fuck it, who cares? Like right out of the gate, they're like almost torpedoing their franchise. <laughs> like, oh, I, I know exactly. That.
0: I'm I'm actually believe it or not I'm a fan of uh, Freddy's Dead, the Final Nightmare, and I, people give it yeah. shit so much, but I I like it. It's fun, you know. And and you when you, you want to you know enjoy a film when you watch it. I mean, this isn't no one's saying it's high art, you know. And a bunch of uh, horror filmmakers just got pissed. I could hear their their necks snapping when they turned to stare at me because I said that. But yeah, okay. Follow him on Twitter at Brian W. Collins. Check out the book on Amazon right now. It's available digital digitally, uh, and you said what about a week or two for the hardcover or the the physical copy?
1: Yeah, yeah, trade paperback. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Yeah, again, I don't know what if, if it's longer as far as like getting copies to people versus getting a copy to the guy that has to say whether or not it becomes for sale. Um, they might you know kind of rush that, but I can't imagine it would be more than a few weeks. At awesome. Any rate,
0: Fantastic. Brian, thank you so much for being on. We'll have to have you back.
1: All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to the program this week. Uh, I got some cool stuff coming up, I think. Um, Otherwise head over to Amazon, pick up horror movie a day, the book. Uh, It's pretty awesome. I got to say. And also don't forget to head over to iTunes and like, and subscribe, and rate, or whatever it is you do with the iTunes podcast type thing, um, and uh, just enjoy content, and uh, create art, and have a good life, that's all you can do in this world, so uh, now that i have been being deep, yeah, okay, have a good one.